Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I, Simon Miller, love nonsense. I actually have a t-shirt that I wear sometimes that says Goofy Wrestling for Life. And this ain't no saying, I totally mean it. WWE has always embraced such things too, even when they don't mean to. Because sometimes they put on matches... And everybody kind of looks around like, well, what the flub is going on? So please do hit that subscribe button and prepare yourself, because this is the 10 most absurd forgotten WWE matches. Number 10, John Cena versus Shinsuke Nakamura, with the winner getting Jinder Mahal. Even though John Cena had basically done it all in WWE when 2017 rolled around, when we learned that he could face someone like Shinsuke Nakamura, we all started to do the dance of joy, because in many ways, this was like a dream fight. You could even spin it as WWE's most important performer of the generation taking on one of New Japan's, which is why it was hilarious. When they did clash, whoever was victorious was gonna take on Jinder Mahal. Now I get that sounds like a swipe at Jinder too, but I do not mean that in any sense. It was just so strange, because the week prior, Mahal had basically just been, well, an opening dude, and now he was the WWE champion, and no one had been given time to catch up. So basically, everybody was asking, well, how the hell did he get into this position, and I'm still a bit salty, that at that year's Survivor Series, we were supposed to get Mahal versus Brock Lesnar, but the Beast didn't want to do it. Or he went and hindered Jinder. Number nine, Umaga, Viscera, and Kevin Thorne, versus Doink the Clown, Eugene, and Kane. What the hell was going on in the mid-2000s when it came to WWE? And who the hell came up with this fever dream? For some reason, though, the WWE did decide, well, we are about to relaunch Saturday Night's main event. We need a match. So they put these six people against each other. And once again, you have to ask yourself, why was Doink the Clown still around in 2007? And if he could appear there, where is he now? It was around the same time that WWE also booked Matt Hardy versus Evander Holyfield in a boxing match, which kind of sums up the era. And if you do care, this ended when the big red machine chokeslammed Viscera. And given how big this was, he actually took it pretty well. It's just so strange to watch, though, because none of these people, aside from maybe Umaga and Kane, were treated seriously at all. So you lay there and you kind of start freaking out. Number eight, Bret Hart versus The Undertaker. No, we are not talking about their 1997 series, which was totally awesome. We are actually talking about 2010, 
after Bret Hart had come back to the company and definitely shouldn't have been put in matches like this. Existing to help move forward the Nexus storyline, obviously as soon as people found out about it, they were super duper pumped. And then before the bell even rang, here was Wade Barrett's crew and they basically just beat up The Undertaker until Kane made the save. And if you're wondering where the hitman went during all of this, we're never going to know because he just vanished. Now, this was, of course, because of Brett's condition and nobody should have been touching him. But surprise, surprise, everybody went boo after this did go down because deep down in your tum-tum, of course you want to see Brett versus Taker. It was always brilliant. Number seven, Brett Hart versus The Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. These days, triple threat matches are everywhere and they're more of a storytelling device than anywhere else. But back in 1997... They got a bit of a woo-ha out of people. If you can believe it too, we did have one of these one month before the Montreal screw job, where indeed it was Brat Hart taking on Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker. And if you're wondering why people don't make a bigger song and dance about this, it's because it happened when the cameras were off, so it doesn't count. And it actually ended when Brat Hart pinned Shawn. That is a different conversation for a different day. As you would expect too, it was a really, really fun brawl and WWE started to use the finish that they would use for the next 30 years. Because after the dead man has hit the tombstone and Triple H had pulled him out of the ring, the hitman was like, all right, well, if he's down, I'll just steal the pin. And he was successful at that. So it's no wonder that does feel really old because it's been going on for decades. But seriously, you should check this out. Your eyes won't believe it. Number six, the Legion of Doom versus Money Inc. If you are not used to old school wrestling, this will blow your brain. But back in 1992, the Legion of Doom were the tag team champions. Very sadly, they were going to have to take a sabbatical, mostly due to Hawk's personal problems. Vince McMahon was the person that informed them of this and said, look, why don't you just drop the titles or give them up and then you can walk away. But the LOD decided, no, we don't want to do that. We think that makes us look weak. So they came up with this instead. For you see, given that Money Inc. was a brand new heel tag team, that of Ted DiBiase at IRS, and we had a house show in Colorado, Animal and Hawk were more than willing to drop the titles there, as long as Earthquake and Typhoon, as well as Sensational Sherry, interfered. This did indeed happen, meaning Money Inc. became the brand new tag team champions. But at the same time, the natural disasters turned face, because now we needed a new match for WrestleMania, and of course the Legion of Doom wasn't going to be here. And all of this didn't happen on TV. So if you tuned into the show next week, it was like, well, what the hell is going on? There was also another sub story in the sense that Jimmy Hart turned his back on everyone here to join up with this brand new pairing that had a bunch of money. All of it was just so damn confusing. LOD should have just given up the belt. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Number five, Jeff Hardy and Bradshaw versus Farouk and Matt Hardy. In 2001, Vince McMahon was out of control. Not only did we have all that stuff with Trish Stratus, but we also had a story where Linda McMahon was in a wheelchair because she had been comatose. Some traditions still did remain, though, especially when it came to the Royal Rumble and the tagline, it's every man for himself, which is why we took two separate tag teams. We broke them up. It was kind of cool because when Matt and Jeff went at it, they turned back the clock and also said, this is a window into what wrestling will be in the future. (laughs) When Bradshaw and Farouk were in there, (laughs) they absolutely kicked each other's ass. This is why it was so funny, though, because even though they'd been put in this thing against their will, they still decided to take it really seriously. Good for them. It all changed at the end because it turned out the Hardys were still in cahoots and Jeff helped Matt win. But then you were like, well, you're an idiot, Jeff. Because in the record books, it's still going to say that you lost. This is why it was absolutely absurd, but actually fair play to everybody in this. Because they didn't play it for laughs and they told you you should care. That feeling and emotion came out the TV. And lo and behold, we actually gave a damn. Number four, Johnny Gargano versus Dexter Loomis in a love her or lose her match. I mean, the clue is in the title. And imagine if this happened in the real world. But in August 2021, down in NXT, a consenting adult was told, listen, I know you're in a relationship with Dexter Loomis, but he is going into a match, and if he doesn't do very well, you guys gotta break up. Now, I actually struggle to say this with a straight face, because it is absolutely ludicrous. And of course, the damsel was Indy Hartwell. The best part about this is Dexter did lose, and then Indy Hartwell went, well, I don't care. I'm gonna stay with him. So she just did. It is only fair to say that the story was actually really good and some of the best stuff these two got up to. But it was also a waste of your time and a waste of your life. It's like me saying to you now, if you run in this door, I will give you $1 million. And you run in, I just turn to you and go, nah, I can't be bothered. Number three, Kofi Kingston, Zack Ryder and John Cena versus The Miz, R-Truth and Kevin Nash. And Mick Foley was a special guest referee like Reddit booking. Even better, this went down in the UK during their 2011 tour, where I think somebody decided we need to inject some fun into this situation. They did. The real joy is that it started off as just Ryder and Kofi taking on the awesome truth, when all of a sudden Foley's music hit and he just walked out and was like, oh, hello, Great Britain. I fancy being a referee. All right. Miz and Truth didn't like this at all because they felt like it was another conspiracy. So they had an ace up their sleeve when all of a sudden they introduced Kevin Nash and you can imagine the reaction to that. Turns out this was just a game of one-upmanship with the babyfaces having the final say because they then said welcome to John Cena and once again everyone went crazy. Given this was a house show as well, it meant the rules didn't apply so everybody just went out there to have some fun and if you were a part of this, you know it felt like a happening. Mostly it was a nice reminder that when WWE wants to have fun, they can have fun those three letters, F-U-N, are the most important part about sports entertainment. Number two, Chris Jericho, John Cena, Mark Henry, The Big Show, and Roman Reigns versus The Authority and The Wyatt Family. I mean, this happened on SmackDown. 
crazy time it was. And look at the teams too, because it did mean that you had Seth Rollins and Corporate Kane wearing his trousers, teaming up with Bray Wyatt, Eric Rowan and Luke Harper. And even looking at that, you're like, nah. I don't think that works. On the other end of the ring too, we had John Cena, who was just coming off his massive beating by Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. As for Big Show and Mark Henry, well, they weren't doing much of anything. Clearly WWE didn't think this was anything big either because they didn't advertise it. And once again, if you sat down to watch the 3rd of September 2014 SmackDown, it was just there, even though it was pumped with star power. It didn't have any fallout either, so we just did it because we felt like we should do it. And the real shame is this when you can start to see the wheels coming off the Wyatt family. And I think WWE ever knew what they should do. Number one, the Street Profits and the Viking Raiders versus Tozawa and a bunch of ninjas. All you need to do is listen to that title again and you will remember why the pandemic era was absolutely nuts. I mean, it's bad enough that it's down in the performance center. I mean, I can't handle these matches now. But you also have to ask the question, why is Tazawa a ninja? Where did he get these other ninjas? And why the hell are ninjas in wrestling to begin with? They also get absolutely wrecked by the Street Profits and the Viking Raiders. And this is so stereotypical, you'll think you've transported yourself back to 1985. Nobody remembers this for obvious reasons and it's never been explained, which also goes for that match where the Street Profits took on the Viking Raiders and it ended when they were chased away by a monster. And I'm not making that up. It actually happened. You can Google it, but take it from me, don't. Now, please do leave a comment below and let me know of any absurd matches that we don't talk about anymore. And secretly, these are the best wrestling matches. Then please do like the video, share the video, and subscribe. There's also a video on the screen right now, so give it a click. Come follow us on social media at OneCultureWWE and Simon Miller 316 And if you'd like to check out the website, I think you should. Thank you for joining me as always. You're good, good people. See you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.